Hi, this is James Mercer from The Shins. This is Shirley Manson. This is Lowe Tolhurst, co-founder of The Cure. This is Huey Lewis giving you the story behind the song. The story behind the song is back with an exciting second season. We peel back the layers on music's most iconic hits with legendary artists like The Killers, Heart, The B-52s, Violent Femmes, Jewel, Huey Lewis, Modern English, and more. To keep the music flowing, we'll be sprinkling in classic episodes from our archives between each new one. So check out the story behind the song wherever you get your podcast. Iconic Army, how we doing? Borahe. Borahe, yes. <laughs> Kayla's recovering from COVID. I am. Yeah. Um, just so you guys know, we are both masked right now. Um, I'm. We don't think that I'm contagious anymore. I'm past my five-day quarantine, but that's just a really short quarantine. Five days, yeah. Yeah. Um, so we're just being overly cautious right now. So if our voices are a bit muffled at all during this episode, it's because I've been recovering from COVID and we're both being precautious masking right now. Yeah. 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 And we're more than six feet apart. Oh, way more. <laughs> my mask is my BTS mask. Mm-hmm. So it's a little bit tighter fitting. So mm-hmm. I feel like my voice might be a little bit more muffled, but we sound checked and it sounded all right. Yeah. So we're going to proceed. Yes. Um, but Kayla's doing better. I am. We're doing well. Um, for this intro this week, we had our iconic meetup yeah. last week, and Kayla, you had just found out that you had COVID, like literally during the hangout. Like I found out officially, like was able to take my temperature because my husband came home with a thermometer and found yeah. out I was sick. Yeah. 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 But during that hangout, it was obviously really fun, but towards the end, someone brought up like what happened to the first standing bts episode oh god (laughs) it's mia one of our most recent reviews too was like hey someone recommended this podcast and i went to go listen to the first episode but it wasn't there so we decided for this intro to finally share that story in depth (laughs) of what happened (laughs) with the first episode of standing bts yeah so a while back when we were planning one through seven which is our other podcast show which we now plan to resuscitate Mm -hmm. someday here shortly yeah yeah soon so you can expect that but um (laughs) we were contacted with spotify we were talking with spotify we were talking with consequence at the same time so we were almost like feeling a little overwhelmed and it was all me i felt a lot of pressure because i look back at that first episode and i feel embarrassed about it yeah i really do because it was literally called our biases and their hair you guys this episode was so <laughs> bad like seriously you you won't miss it with it not being there I mean, baby armies we were baby <laughs> baby armies didn't know anything hadn't really even looked into the lyrics of no. their music just there to we were just falling in love with them absolutely you know? beginning stages we've all been there But we were like, hey, let's make a podcast. (laughs) So whenever I went back to that episode, I just would listen to it and just cringe Mm -hmm. to no extent. It was awful for me. So when we were kicking things off with one through seven consequence and everything, I'm like, oh, my gosh, it was so unprofessional. It was so not what we are now, which I couldn't expect us to be at that point, which now where I am now, I'm like, okay. I have grace for that period for us. Right. We've grown a lot we've grown through a doing lot. the podcast. And we've yeah. learned. I mean, it's been like our education of BTS as we've made all of these episodes. Yeah. You know? But <laughs> <laughs> the truth is, is that way back when I think I was so embarrassed of it and ashamed of it almost that I went and deleted it. But I thought it wasn't going to delete forever. I thought I could just remove it for a second. Mm-hmm. But then it was gone. And if I were to bring it back, it would be posted as like one of our most recent episodes. Yeah. And so I had reached out to you, Kayla. I was like, I did something terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that you were like wanting to like maybe edit part I of wanted it. To edit or, it. Yeah. I wanted to edit out certain parts. I was like, but then oh, the God. file was just gone. It was just gone. And we couldn't even find the file itself anyways, like the audio file yeah. from doing that. And then 
if we reposted it, it would have been like, it would have been like, I don't know what episode we were at, but like, imagine episode 127, episode one, one. our biases <laughs> in their hair. And we go from like really great content and sound quality and like, you know, good, well-researched yeah. episodes. And we go from like something like that. And then we throw our listeners like this just, I mean, yeah, I'm in the moment we were well-meaning and we were just so in love with BTS that that's all we knew, you yeah. know? I'm really proud of our growth since then. And, uh, but I shouldn't be ashamed of it. No, you and shouldn't I, And be. I feel bad about it now. I remember Yoongi saying at one point, like, he looks back at the music that he made in the past and cringes at it. But he ended up saying, you shouldn't be embarrassed of it because it's a part of the journey. Yeah. I mean, that's a part of where you came from. And you can only move forward and grow from there. So you shouldn't feel ashamed or embarrassed. Yeah. We but that was feel. after I had already deleted it and everything. <laughs> so I've had a lot of growth since then, but I do regret doing that. Mm-hmm. And the moment that I knew that I couldn't bring it back without it being like a whole fiasco, <laughs> like it being put it like after episode 168 or something, it would be episode one. Yeah. That I reached out to you and I was like, I messed up. Yeah. I really messed up. Yeah. I did something I shouldn't have done. So I mean, that's the story. That's the that's story. Why episode one is gone forever. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, you guys can imply a lot from just the title, Our Biases in Their Hair. So, um, you know, we just talked about how much we love each member. And then we talked about their fa- our favorite hair colors that they had had at that time, which was like 2017. Yeah. So, yeah. But, it, you know, like, even with all of that, I think it was like the bias list that we had made mm-hmm. that felt shitty. But, like, when it comes to the hair... That's a thing for a lot of armies. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, it's all, still a thing for us. We all have, like, eras where we're like, yes, I love Jungkook mm-hmm. with the black hair or Hobie with the bleach blonde hair. Oh, so, fuck yeah. totally valid for us to say that in the moment, but I regret it. Mm-hmm. It's just gone forever. And I'm <laughs> sorry. so sorry. I'm so sorry, <laughs> yeah. guys. If you really want to know details about it, like, message us. Oh, yeah. I'm sure we I'll could. I'll try to refresh you what was said in that episode. Yeah. You know, we <laughs> don't even have a document or anything for it because for our first probably like 50 episodes, we did everything on a notebook. Yep. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, on that note, welcome back. We're your hosts. I'm Kayla. And I'm Bethany. And this is Standing BTS. Your favorite informative fangirl podcast. Yes. All right, so in today's episode, we're going to hang out for about an hour and talk about all of the BTS merchandise that has been made by BTS themselves, and then also get into Seven Fates Chaco because we now have the webtoon and we have a couple chapters, so we're going to just briefly summarize some of that, talk over what's going on there. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty great episode yeah. ahead. Yeah, looking yeah. forward to it. We can't wait to fangirl, laugh, and learn a little bit along the way. But before we get into today's episode, we want to say thank you, Iconics, for being here and for supporting us. If you'd like to support us even further and have access to our Google Docs full of episode notes and everything else that we have on Patreon, you can do that by supporting us there at patreon.com slash standingbts. Or if you'd like, you can make a one-time donation at paypal.me slash standingbtspodcast. Your support helps us to improve the quality of our content and to continue putting out bi-weekly episodes. But any type of support you have to offer super appreciated we're just grateful that you all are here and yeah. Are listening yeah thank you iconics uh by the way remember that january is cervical health awareness month and that more than fourteen thousand women in the united states are diagnosed with invasive cervical cancer each year but this is a totally preventative cancer so please make sure that you get uh, educated on cervical cancer, you get vaccinated against it and you support other people getting vaccinated against it as well. You can learn so much more about this very important topic at www.nccc-online.org. Um, and you can also find links to donation either in our episode description or on that website as well. Yeah. So definitely check it out, become more informed or donate if you can. Yeah. Um, by the way, also, Being an Army is coming up, the fifth annual episode of Being an Army. I yeah. can't believe it. Next month, we're celebrating it. And in case you aren't familiar, we release a special episode every year around Valentine's Day in which we share the stories from our beloved, iconic listeners. We're asking you to send in your Army stories again. Tell us how Being an Army has impacted your life. Yeah, your stories can be about anything. Um, it could be examples of how you got into BTS, friendships that are formed because of BTS, con- concert experiences, rediscovering old hobbies, anything. Literally anything. It could be about anything. Just share your stories, send it to us. 
no story is too big or too small. So definitely share them with us. You can submit your story via email at standingbtspodcast at gmail.com. Or you can click the link in our bio on our Twitter or Instagram and fill out the Google form submission. So this year we aren't accepting any submissions on social DM, but if you send it to our email or you send it on the Google form, we'll be sure to get it. So please send them in. We've already gotten a handful. Yes. Thank you for everyone who has submitted. So exciting. I know I'm getting so excited about it because we've had a a good amount of submissions. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, thank you guys for sending them. So the last day to submit is February 12th. Yeah. So get them in. Can't wait to read them. It's really always, can't wait. It's always a fantastic episode when we get to do yeah. being an army. So yeah. we're, we're, we're excited for we're it. We're excited. So send in those submissions. Yeah. Okay. Let's go ahead and get into the BTS Artist Made Merch Collection yes. that BTS have been doing. So each member of BTS have created their own merchandise. This is brand new. They've never done this before. So... Every single BTS member has strategically gone in and made two products for merchandise that they want to or have created so that they can sell for armies Mm -hmm. to buy. So each member with all of their merchandise, they have had a making of log and they've also had a show by BTS. So the making of log is so cool because they go into details about how they made each product Mm -hmm. so we get to see the behind the scenes of the creation process for each product and it's so neat because you get to see how bts like each member like jungkook and taeyang Mm -hmm. how their thought process behind each product and how it really is like unique to them and special to them yeah you know you see their personality and their own style and interest through these products that they've created so it's like not only do we get to see bts make music and their choreography and all the other forms of like creative outlets that they have. But this is entirely new. Like, like they get to do it in a sense of fashion Mm -hmm. or products that they know that army would like, but that also really speaks to them as an individual. So it's just like so cool, which is what makes this merchandise so, so special and why so many armies have wanted to buy this merchandise. Um, But they also had the show by BTS, which is where certain BTS members appeared on this like short show modeling and discussing the products that were created. So there were like certain models and then there were there was like always a host of like the show for the member who created those products. Yeah. So super neat. I really felt like it was like antique road, road show. show. It like, was really cute. The and, style. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. A little cheesy at moments like they meant it to be, you know. Um, I loved like the hosts, like the MCs that would host for each member. Like they really put, you know, hammed it up, put on a show. Like I love how Jin hosted for J-Hope or like seeing V-Man, Jimin host for Young was so cute. Yeah. 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 And then all of the modeling during the, the modeling. show also is so great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I especially loved when Jimin and Young modeled for J-Hope's products because mm-hmm. they were really hamming it up they were doing like these muscle poses <laughs> yes. and i mean just really flashing that side by side bag that they had mm-hmm. it was amazing i adored it i really enjoyed watching all these making of vlogs and the show that they had done for all of them yeah i think veeman must have been just in like a silly goofy mood that day because like when they you just also... can't put them together no you can't because <laughs> they modeled um Jin's pajamas and yungi also modeled that with them too but they were being like childish brats the whole time like they were playing this character mm-hmm. and like and then Young like modeled both sets of pajamas at the same time by like buttoning them together and he just looked fucking fantastic like he shouldn't look that good in like two sets of pajamas draped all over him but of course he did of course v-men just they were hilarious throughout all v-men i love them yeah yeah, yeah. yeah anyways <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, uh, they could have just sold the merchandise, but they ended up having these making of logs. Mm -hmm. So we get to see the behind the scenes and the thought process. And then the show where we had certain members modeling and hosting for the member who created the product. It was was nice. It was really nice. So in terms of actually purchasing the merchandise, let's get into that. Because we personally did not try to buy merchandise. Mm -hmm. Um, I think like... You and I, we always are into the concert tickets. We're always trying to support any way that we can. Yeah. Yeah. But the merchandise, like, it just wasn't something that we really dove into. We've been following it, but we weren't trying to, like, 
get online and buy them, you know, off of the Weaver shop as mm-hmm. soon as they came on sale. But we were rooting for all of you who did yes. because my God, it sounded stressful. Mm-hmm. It sounded so stressful. Um, we know a handful of iconics who tried to get merch and we only know like a select few who actually ended up getting the merchandise. Like it was extremely difficult if not impossible to buy this merchandise like I heard that even if the item was in your cart that it didn't secure your purchase at all oh yeah I've seen stories of people actually having a charge on their credit card from purchasing the item that was in their cart but they never got a confirmation number and the item actually didn't get purchased and then like Weverse has refunded them but they've like had to go through Weverse customer service because it's just been so crazy like such a lottery to try to actually keep the item in your cart long enough to buy it you know yeah isn't Man, that crazy? That is crazy. But there's such a high demand for mm-hmm. it. I saw people tweeting like, are there only 13 items? Like, <laughs> is that all that's for sale for each of these? Because it's just like so impossible to snag this merchandise. Yeah. I mean, also, there's no security questions in the purchasing process, which is always a concern because yeah. we know that no matter what BTS is selling, bots and scalpers of some degree resellers are always looking to profit off of it and so the fact that there's not like security questions or like recaptcha questions to like make sure you're not a bot or you know whatever like that's causing merchandise to already be resold at higher rates yesterday i was going to watch all of these um the show the making of videos and when i pulled up to like youtube to watch these videos I got an eBay ad targeted to me, like a personal ad, and it was for Young's bag, and it was being resold for $1,780 on eBay. I cannot believe that price. By by a seller who has great reviews. You oh, know, really? I'm a 96% positive feedback, uh, 282 reviews from oh you know people God. who have bought from them. But... Yeah, I mean, literally, they are reselling Young's bag for almost $1,800. And, um, you know, so, like, it's just crazy to me. $1,800. The original price was $168. I was shocked to see that ad. I was Holy. shocked. Okay, but the fact that you had an ad for eBay, you and it was on YouTube, it right? It was on YouTube, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, so they knew who to market it to. Right. Obviously, the people who are watching BTS and whatever, you know, they track everything through data and cookies and whatever. But yeah. To be selling it for almost two grand. Oh, yeah. That's a huge markup. I wish we would have done the math on like what percentage markup that is. I'm Mm -hmm. sure there's a really intelligent iconic out there who's already done the mental math. But wow, that's astronomical. Mm -hmm. Um, I just couldn't believe that. And so that, you know, when people already are wondering, like, is this merch too expensive? you can't even afford to purchase it if it's resold. It is already expensive. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, you know, it's hard to see not just Iconics, but other armies struggling so hard to try to get merch. So badly wanting the merch. So badly wanting it and finding difficulty through these things of, you know, not having, um, you know, security questions, for example. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, this, all of this merch really did have higher end pricing And at first we felt like maybe that pricing is a bit high, but really after watching all of their making of videos, the thought process and the detail and also really seeing in those videos, the high quality of materials that are being used. High quality. Really high quality, you know, really sold me on it so much more. And you're right. And the like, personalization, the personalization of the BTS huge. members themselves creating this merchandise. Yeah. You know, I mean, I feel like that already adds so much value. Yes. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt you. No, I mean, totally what I was going to say, because just the listening, for example, to the Jungkook's thought process with his oversized hoodie and how he wanted, you know, how he likes oversized clothes to fit. So he wanted the sleeve to be a bat wing and he wanted it to slightly taper at the waist and he wanted the asymmetry. And, you know, like he really thought about all these details. The fact that he said that the the shoulder hem should fall at the medial deltoid. I, I was like, boy, all <laughs> right, you're more than a gym rat. Like, you know, your anatomy. Right. Like, you're like, I know where this seam line should fall on 
my deltoid. Like, okay. <laughs> I mean, but I was so impressed. And yes. even though, like, historically, we, I mean, both of us just honestly really haven't been merch people. Like you said, we always support, we go full out for buying all of the albums, multiple copies of the albums. We'll, we'll spend anything on a concert ticket. Anything, anything. on a concert ticket. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally. But, you know, so I'm, I'm really proud of bts for the merch that they've made and i want to talk to you guys more we were going to talk about all of these individual items because even though they they are a little pricey um and it is difficult to get your hands on them yeah it is still really great product okay but we have talked about with some other iconics that there's potentially going to be more sold yeah that they're going to restock it So maybe what they had right now available will become available again down the road. So Mm -hmm. like I don't want anyone to feel like no army should feel like they're never going to get this product, especially if you really want something. You know, if you really want Jimin's hoodie or if you really want Jungkook's mood lamp, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe that'll become available again down the road. I can't imagine that BTS would put literally 12 months of work into like designing and coming up with these products for them to sell them once like one single merch drop and i i mean i can't confirm this but i've already seen people online saying like it's been restocked it's just so randomly restocked like you have to go keep checking back of you know like hobie's pots had been restocked already and already bought again Mm -hmm. and you know like it's just not being that information isn't being released you know like the restock is available yeah so there's still hope if you haven't got any i think that this still will keep selling it like why would they not yeah i hope so too because obviously bts want the merchandise to be going to army they don't want it to be resold on ebay whether or not Hive wants that, I don't know. <laughs> but I <laughs> well, do they're th- not profiting from it if it's being resold like that. Like they're not. They aren't that. profiting. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So maybe Hive will learn from this too. Like this was the first time that they've done this, mm-hmm. and I do think that there's a limited amount of items because of just like COVID, the circumstances of the world. There's, like, there's so many. Okay, there's so many reasons for this. The high so pricing many. and the the low quantity of mm-hmm. how many items are available. I think it comes down to exclusivity you know i think because bts they're the they designed it they designed it and they're the most popular boy group right now Mm -hmm. and they've made a huge impact on the music industry so obviously like that creates that exclusivity (laughs) too so i think with that combined with marketing technique and then just like inflation is going on right now. Yeah. We've I mean, all you hear about is how supply chains are like royally fucked up because of COVID and how, you yeah. know, things, there's shortages everywhere. Yeah. And even like international shipping, there's just like a multitude of reasons why the prices are high. The materials, we will say, look like they're pretty high quality. And that high quality obviously is going to create a higher price. Yeah. I feel like anyone would be happy to pay a little bit more just to know that the products that you're getting really are going to last you and you're going to get a lot of enjoyment out of them. Yeah. And I was really convinced by that just by watching their videos about them. Yeah. Yeah. So inflation, distribution centers, marketing techniques, material. I mean, I think it just all added up that it ended up creating these higher prices that maybe aren't affordable to everyone. Like I'm trying to buy a house right now. So, you know, (laughs) like I would love to have Taeyang's bag and I would love to have that mood lamp, but like $168 just like, is it realistic for me right now? Yeah. All of this would be such a splurge for either of us right now, you know? And some people have the budget for it and Mm -hmm. I totally get that. So I'm just like, I'm just like living through all of you who Mm -hmm. are getting the items. Like please share them on Twitter so we can see. Seriously talking about living through because, okay, I want to talk about J-Hope's pot set. Yes. Um, so I was like, I thought immediately this was very cute. So it's like those little four ceramic pots and then they have kind of like a fake plant that spells out hope, but the O is a heart. But like I saw this tweet and 
uh, like a K army already has their hope pots and they've already planted their own succulents in them. No. And it's so freaking cute. And they have like this tiny little mang sitting on the P one. And it's Perfect. just, it's like, it's incredible. And mm-hmm. I just love seeing what army is already doing, like getting so much enjoyment out of these products and like what a perfect display to have in your home to, to think about J-Hope every day, but to also like bring hope and joy and happiness like into your home in that way. Yeah. 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 I love the hope pot plants. Yes. So cute. So cute. He also did a side by side mini bag, which just makes so much sense because we know J-Hope always has a little side bag at all the concerts. So he made his own bag, which was like a denim acid wash, like very light jean colored tie dye, like Mm -hmm. acid wash. I mean, that's really what it is. That it's denim. It's jean and it just oh, it fits him so well but like it's super freaking cute I wish I had it but love it it's so him clearly he's the one who designed it it's just again oh, yeah. what makes it so special and unique why you would specifically want that item made mm-hmm. by J-Hope oh yeah same thing like with with Jimin Jimin made a, the the with you hoodie and it's this purple hoodie perfect it's purple mm-hmm. and of course what does he reference with this hoodie? You never, never walk, alone. walk alone. Hey, you never walk alone. alone. Yes. Um, oh my God. Literally, could anything be more perfect for Jimin no. to do? You know, like that is such like that is such a meaningful song to him and you know, to so many army. And so to just see it represented in this hoodie that he designed is so so incredible and mm. i just really love this product yeah very him o- always thinking of army for always. sure and then he also had these red carving earrings that he has which very gym in style 100 percent. i saw these earrings i was like god damn like i would love these <laughs> earrings i've uh-huh. been wanting to buy some silver earrings too but these are like these red carved earrings but they're silver too they just look very gym in style yeah. and you know, the detail, again, that he put into it to make yeah. it so uniquely for him and ARMY, but, yeah. like, in such a subtle way, you know, because it really... like, that tiny little 13 mm-hmm. on the back of the earring. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, Jimin. Mm-hmm. Very thoughtful. Yeah. 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 For totally you... his style, though. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, you see that earring and you're like, I can see Jimin wearing this earring. I want to see yeah. him wearing it, mm-hmm. you know. He might yeah. down the road, yeah. So for Yoongi, he ended up making this guitar pick necklace, which I thought was so clever, you know. And in the behind the scenes or like the show, you see Jungkook try to like play with the pick, like the necklace pick uh-huh. on the guitar. And I'm like, hold up. Wait, does it actually work as a pick too? <laughs> because that's dope. <laughs> yeah. But I think it's mostly meant to just be a necklace. But it's so thoughtful. Again, you see like the Army BTS logo on it. But like when you're wearing it, it's a pick, but it's also a necklace. So mm-hmm. it's just like the perfect like band yeah. subtle like subtle band detail connects yeah. you to music absolutely yeah and it just makes sense that yungi created that mm-hmm. as well and so much thought that went into it too yeah um i love also that he made like two separate design like two different designs for the necklace so it can fit like anyone's aesthetic who wants to wear it like just goes into the thoughtfulness that each of them have yeah one is one is dark and the other one is more like a wood Mm -hmm. more earthy one's like a vintagey and the other one's like a very clean cut silvery like Yeah. yeah like he really was thoughtful about it i really love his black note and cover set um the legal pad. Oh my god. Well, here's what I think makes it so amazing. I do love that the legal pad is like BTS. There's two separate ones. There's one that's like bright white legal pad paper and one that's more of a cream color. One of them has a BTS logo and one of them has an army logo. So you could choose which one you want. And it comes with a pen that's like purple. Like I don't think the ink is purple, but the outside of it's purple. Mm-hmm. But what really sells me about this, that's it's not just like any other legal pad was the way that Yoongi described it and watching his like behind the scenes making of it, mm-hmm. um, not just the show of it, I was like, wow. Because he was talking about how he doesn't like when he uses a legal pad and like the bottom of it, the the edges get all curled up or messed up. And so he built in a guard to make sure that it wouldn't do that. 
the the leather that this case is made out of the Safiano leather it just looks so nice and this is like what I was like wow this looks luxurious and it this is, is luxurious. literally just like a legal pad notebook but it literally looked like so professional so sleek I would feel like a badass walking into any meeting with this and I'm just a teacher like I feel like I feel like a, an attorney in like New York City could like walk into their meeting with absolutely. this absolutely and nobody would bat an eye and it's such or a, be intimidated or be intimidated it's such a subtle well maybe they should be intimidated by it because it's so fucking cool it's I just, luxurious it that's is. the perfect word to describe it yeah it's just such a subtle, like, BTS merch, you know? Like, it's something where, like, you as the army who owns it and uses it knows that it is, but really no one else knows. And it's kind of nice that you get to, like, blend it into your normal life so easily, Yeah, you know? yeah, it's not like a BTS mug with other faces on it, you know? <laughs> Which like we probably use at work every day. Of but, course, like, you, know. you know, but it's just not, like, flashing in your face like right. K-pop group, right. you know? This is just, like, a legal pad, you know? But it's a portfolio. It, it's yeah. gorgeous, very sleek, super sleek. Yeah. Mm. So for Young, he had a brooch set, right? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And this brooch set perfect was like... Perfect for him. It's so perfect for him. First of all, I really think that he taps into army's massive love for like enamel pins and was like okay i'll make one mm -hmm. um incredible because the enamel pin business for armies is like m huge i have so many enamel have pins so many. i'll never stop buying them never and so <laughs> like the fact that you could have like someone could have a massive enamel pin collection and then own a kim Young enamel pin original designed by him a kim Young original oh my gosh i mean <laughs> No, but he made three separate, like, little designs. So he made um, the flowers and the faces and the clouds. I'm sorry I didn't write down what he specifically named each one, but... Um I just love his art style so much. I feel like it is so unique. And I don't know, art people can come at me. I don't care, but I'm so opinionated. And I feel like Taehyung in a different time, if he were not like part of the biggest boy group in the world, and if he were just like an artist that made art like this, he could be seen as like a Picasso type because his art is just so unique and interesting and it's consistent throughout but it's also different like it's different he's not copying anyone else mm -mm. but i see the, like the picasso themes the, in the it. weird faces yeah. and the, the use of color and the different use of line but and no one would look at that and say like you see this brooch and you're not going to say oh that's picasso right because it's not it's a kim taehyung it's a kim taehyung yeah. yeah but yeah. it's unique enough and the faces that he does is like so Intri intrinsically his own like he created it mm -hmm. so it really does make me feel like is he just like an artist on top of like the All musical artist that he is yeah like he i'm constantly blown away like <laughs> i'm just like <laughs> how does he exist yeah i don't know how he's real like i wish that everyone in the world knew about like bts kim and kim daeyong mm -hmm. like wow yeah i love the brooches yeah if there was any bts merch that i think i would want the most it would be one of these brooches yeah. like i want that kim taehyung original art like this is his art yeah i was thinking that too if i if i would have like paid attention and gotten on board like when these were being released this is what i would have gone for the most because it sounded like the stress of getting bts tickets yeah like getting this merchandise was like that if not worse listen i'm not trying to let my hair fall out over right my hair stress. is already falling out literally so. <laughs> i was gonna tell you i think i need to switch shampoo again because i think my shampoo is making my hair fall out again really like fuck because i feel like it's getting thin up in my temples um, again and last time that happened it was that shampoo mine was my hormones <sighs> mine mine is definitely like hormones because of like getting off of birth control mm -hmm. my hair is like started to just fall out because of that hasn't the last couple times Man. but it's finally stopped that's good yeah i'm so tired of this hair falling out thing yeah that's been yeah yeah let's, anyways let's try to get bts merch on top of it <laughs> right <laughs> no but this is definitely i would say 100 worth purchasing and yeah. if i can get my hands on it i i probably will yeah down the road i think i'm really gonna try because honestly the pricing for this one the brooch set at least like one set was 38 dollars and the other set was 48 yeah so really not too terrible I feel like that's reasonable yeah. you know yeah yeah, yeah. um but taeyong also had the mute boston bag that he did so he really likes boston bags so when he was going in to design his second product he knew that he wanted to do a boston bag but he wanted to make it a little bit smaller, more medium size. And this bag is 
luxury. I think it is like above Gucci level. Oh, yeah. But who am I to say? I mean, we don't know anything <laughs> about high fashion, but literally when we were looking at this bag and the high quality, I was like, this looks like a fucking Gucci it's bag. It's so fashionable. It is so fashionable. The ascot, the scarf Damn. that is tied to it, how he brought in that red that goes so beautifully and pairs with the brown and the green on the bag details. You can take off the straps and hold it as like a handbag instead of like a crossover bag. Mm-hmm. The detail. Yeah. The detail. But also the leather that's on it too is just like extremely high quality it really does look like a high-end designer bag yeah and it's all Taeyang yeah which is just what makes it even better yeah (laughs) from his mind oh my gosh I am jealous and kudos to all the people who ended up snagging this freaking bag I think this was the highest priced item 168 dollars which I understand why it is Mm -hmm. because it really is quality quality i mean you could easily spend way more for a bag of the same caliber from like a designer brand yeah yeah it I, looks like a gucci bag to me it really does i mean but I think, better <laughs> i think 168 is a steal for this quality and this yeah. is the safiano leather that like yungi's cover set is made out of also like they really have that luxurious really nice leather i hope it's actually good quality because we haven't experienced like we I haven't actually not. seen it in person or anything like that but so, the way it the way it looks, it like it looks so nice. And when Yungi was talking about it, he was really talking about how he hates when you when you have cheap leather that over time it will like tear or it'll buff or it'll you know it'll diminish in quality in some way. And he was like, I don't want that for my product. And yeah. so like I trust Yungi mm-hmm. that like this is like a good quality because the way that I mean he was just so authentic when he was saying that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll have to take his opinion. Yeah. Well, anyways, um, Kim Taehyung's products were just phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Really cool. Yeah. Really neat. So let's get into Namjoon. So he had the Bunjo Pang. Could be pronouncing that wrong, but it was the wind chime. And the wind chime had like a little fish on the bottom of it, like mm-hmm. a really cute fish, a chub- little chubby fish. Mm-hmm. But I was like, oh, my gosh. When I found out that his merch, one of the products was – a wind chime. I'm like, that is so Kim Nam June, like mm-hmm. outdoorsy. Just like I picture like the Han River, like that peace that he oh. feels when he's on a bicycle, mm-hmm. like the wind and the wind chime. I'm like, so him. Yes. So him. And also the little fish made me think of his love for the ocean yes. and just ocean life. Cute. Like it wasn't a little crab. But a little fish is perfect too, which you even mentioned. Like it makes you think of Jen and Yungi, which fishing and yeah. fishing. But yeah, he loves them too. Mm-hmm. So it was just like perfect. I I feel like this is one of the items that was maybe not as predictable, but makes so much sense that Namjoon created a wind chime. Yeah, it yeah. fits him. I, I wouldn't have guessed that he would have done it, but I totally agree with you. It makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So hearing his behind on it too, just love getting that insight mm-hmm. and just how much thought that they put into these items. Like they didn't just like put something together for the sake of having to. It was like there was a lot of thought and care mm-hmm. behind it. Well, And something that like Namjoon really spoke about too was that like, this isn't just a product he wanted to create like for army. Like he wanted, I think all of them wanted to create something for themselves too, that like they could take pride in and that they would want to use because it really did seem like all of them really wanted to. And Namjoon especially was like, I've owned so many wind chimes, but I'm only going to use this one from now on. Cause that's how much I really love it. And when I saw that he was making a wind chime, I literally have a wind chime hanging outside my house right now and I love it. It brings me so much joy and it's just one of those house decorations that I just had to have. It's peaceful to hear it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I was like, I just love that he made this and yeah, I would want this product too. Oh yeah. I love it. Uh, So the other thing that Namjoon made was a fucking course. He made jogger pants. (laughs) army jogger pants and in his show video about it he's like wearing the gray ones and like he's not even he's not even doing anything in particular but he still just looks obscenely 
fine in these fucking oh, yeah. joggers. Mm-hmm. The gray ones. He had to put on the gray ones. But anyways, these are just really, they look like really nice quality joggers. Like they're lightly fleece lined on the inside. So you could still wear it year round theoretically. Keep you warm. What mm-hmm. I really enjoy is the subtle detail of like the little army and the little BTS embroidery near the pocket area. So subtle. Because again, it's like that super wearability or usability that like Yungi's cover set brought us because you, or you know, Jimin's earrings it's like nobody really knows that this is BTS but we know it's BTS Mm -hmm. yeah yeah um okay so also Jin I think that Jin's idea for the products he made was super unique and also very him because he made (laughs) good day and bad day pajamas these are I, I don't know if they're the second most expensive item, but they're 117 per pair. Yeah. Which is very pricey. And alongside these pajamas, um, he had a pillow too. And anyways, what I loved about him designing these pajamas is that we know Jin to be someone who loves to relax, loves to do nothing all day. If Jin could if literally yeah. just play video games all day in his pajamas, like that is contentment for him invaluable time valuable time yeah and i understand that completely because yeah. I, I feel the same way i'm totally happy to play on my nintendo switch all day mm-hmm. you know so i just i imagine him like i want to be comfortable lounging all day i want army to be able to be comfortable lounging all day mm-hmm. so he decided to make these really nice cotton blend comfy pajamas that aren't going to be like super tight fitting like he wanted really anyone of any size to be able to wear them and he wanted people to just be comfy but what's unique is that it's the good day and bad day. So the good day is a blue set with little angel tiny tan gins all over it. Mm -hmm. And the bad day is a black set with little devil tiny tan gins all over it. Yeah. And he's so funny when he explains it. He's like, look, if you had a good day and you're proud of yourself and you want to reward yourself, you put on the good pajamas. And if you need to be punished for how you were today or you just didn't have a good day, you can wear the bad, bad day pajamas. pajamas. Yeah. And I was like, damn. So him. So him. So sassy. So sassy and clever. And kudos to all the armies who got it. I really hope that you live by that. Like, I hope that you wear the good <laughs> pajamas on your good days and the bad pajamas when you feel like, you know what? Maybe wasn't an angel today, but like not feeling guilty or bad about putting yeah. them on. But, you know, uh, and then, yeah, going off the good day, bad day pajamas. There's also the good day and bad day pillow that he created. So, of course, when you lay your head down at night, you can lay your head on the bad day, pillow, the bad day <laughs> pillow, which I just think is so funny. It's so gin. It's like you can't even take it seriously or yeah. literally like too harshly like you shouldn't feel bad about yourself by Mm -mm. using the bad day pillow like he doesn't (laughs) want you to feel bad about yourself at all he's like honestly it's good to be a little bad yeah yeah exactly (laughs) exactly that's it i loved his products too and one of the products that i was most impressed by though was jungkook's armiest zip-up hoodie this was also one of the pricier ones at 133 dollars so really really pricey there for a hoodie but I'd spoke about it earlier, but he just really was super thoughtful about the attention to detail, how the hoodie was tailored and fitted and every single design element down to the way that the zipper worked and the size of the hood. The seam. The seam, where the seam laid and, you know, so, and also he specifically talked about that this is a product that is not overtly BTS, overtly ARMY. Um, even the design of the armyest word that he had on there is not clearly legible as like ARMY or BTS ARMY. So it's another one of those kind of, you can rep them in public comfortably without like feeling like anyone's gonna judge you or Mm -hmm. yeah or yeah absolutely yeah so i thought it was great i would love to buy the fact that they thought about that i know that they want beats they want army to have these products and not feel like it has to be correlated to bts like Mm -hmm. so strongly yeah now that it would be so loud that when i wear this hoodie out in public that people are gonna be like oh that's a bts army there Mm -hmm. they can look at it and be like oh that's that's like fashion that's a nice hoodie yeah Yeah, exactly and not question it yeah and this really does look very fashionable totally i told you i got yeezy vibes from you know looking at this design and um not that he's like copying but i just felt like it was kind of in that realm and unique in that way oh yeah maybe i'm kind of reflecting now that we're you know going through all of these but 
it seems like these products that they're putting out are very adult and very mature, you know? Um, I wonder why. Right. I wonder who they're marketing they're to. At. That's where they're <laughs> at. They're like, but it's, it's, you know, in contrast to those very like loud and out there BTS products of the past. And these are just, you know, for the everyday adult who wants to love and support their favorite musician. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on board with you there. Um, so lastly, for Jungkook, he also had the Microcosmos mood lamp, which was $158. At first, I was like, what? Like for a mood lamp, $158, that seems kind of steep. But this mood lamp is not any other mood lamp. Like, truthfully, I would maybe spend this much money on this mood lamp because I love lighting. Like, I've always loved lighting. Like, you Kayla, are you know, a lighting person. I'm a lighting person. <laughs> like, you know, my main lights that I have in my kitchen in my loft here like I can adjust them to any color I can set like a time on them you like a fade disable a light in your loft because it was throwing off the and vibe it was, it was a whole ordeal like it had Corey like get on a fucking ladder and it was just like I need this light removed because it's killing the vibe yeah <laughs> it's all about the atmosphere mm -hmm. so when I saw the details of this mood lamp this Jungkook's was one of the last members who revealed his merchandise so this was like only a couple days ago that we got it. And I'm like, at first I thought, oh, $158, that is so steep. But then I see it, I'm like, no, I want it. Like, I totally would love to like light it up in my home. I feel like it would just be incredible to see like displayed on your ceiling and your walls. And so he really talks about like the atmosphere and how it would contribute to that and that, you know, we could be taken to another place with it. And I so see that. I think it is so cute and fitting and I just am like, damn, I want that shit. Yeah. And the fact that it's But like it's already a, been sold and I well, didn't yeah. get it. Yeah. I mean, it'll probably restock though. Yeah. The fact that it's a Bluetooth speaker also. Yeah. Like, that's and it's really like a cool. box. Like it looks cool. The box itself is neat looking mm -hmm. and you've got like the army BTS logo on it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So BTS made some really, really great products and, um, we really uh, don't let the price scare you away. If you really enjoy, you know, these products, then, you know, if they restock, try to try to snag them. I think we might actually. Yeah. Which we are surprised of. Yeah. 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 So if you got some merchandise, please share it with us. Send it to us on Twitter, Instagram, wherever. We'd love to see it because oh, yeah. we're just happy for anyone who was able to snag it. Yeah. And if you weren't able to, don't lose hope. I think it'll be restocked and you might have a chance again. You can. Yeah, yeah you can. You, as Yungi said, you can. You can. You can get this merch. <laughs> you guys can do it. Yeah. Hey, I'm Kayla from Standing BTS. After you check out the latest episode of our show, be sure to check out some of the other great programs on Consequence Podcast Network, including Rootsland, an original story of two friends who take a musical and spiritual journey from the suburbs of Long Island to the streets of Kingston, Jamaica. The Opus is Consequence's original documentary podcast exploring legendary albums and their lasting legacies. So head over to Consequence.net to listen to these podcasts and many great others. All right, let's go ahead and get into Seven Fates Chaco. Let's do it. Okay, so we're just going to briefly go over the, the characters and some of the storyline that's unfolded so far in the webtoon. So the overarching storyline for the webtoon is that the Seven Fates Chaco is inspired by the Juson Dynasty's tiger hunting officers called Chaco Gopsa. It also talks about traditional Korean folklore about tigers and revolves around seven boys who create a tiger hunting team called Chaco as their fates are connected. Ooh. I mean, we've already talked about how intriguing just that little summary and introduction is. Mm -hmm. But since we last talked about Seven Fates Chaco, we've gotten a bit more information. So we got to see um, each member's specific name in the storyline and what their description or what their role is. Um, so first, I want to talk about Yoongi's character. Yoongi's character is named Sien, and they're a hunter. Uh, Sien's a character that is almost eaten by a bone, but survives as he has a so he has a tragic story. 
He's traumatized by what happened and feels lost, but fortunately, he meets six other friends and becomes more stable as he forms deep bonds with them. Oh, he has a tragic story, mm. so I'm sure we'll learn about that yeah. as the story unfolds. So then we have Dogon, who is Namjoon's character, and he is the crime expert. So Dogon is a crime expert who had a hard life and has survived in the back alleys of the city. He can handle all sorts of firearms and is very perceptive, so he is very strong even on his own. At first, he refuses, he refuses to join the Chaco team. He feels he can work on his own. It doesn't need a team. But for some reason, as he keeps running into them, he starts thinking maybe it's his fate to become partners with them. So they eventually become a team. Wow, I'm really excited to see that storyline unfold more because like that message of you can't you don't have to do it all on your own. You can't do it all on your own. You can have help from others and, you know, Mm -hmm. work together as a team and it's better. Um, Then Jimin's character. I'm already so in love with Jimin's character. Oh, me too. Haru, like we've seen Haru in like the prologue and chapter one and two so far, and he's just so freaking aesthetic and ethereal. ethereal. Mm -hmm. So Haru is an immortal guardian. Freaking perfect for Jim. Are you kidding? Right? (laughs) He's not human. He's not human. (laughs) For a long time, he was a rock that guarded the gate to the world of the bohm and and then that rock became human. Since he's lived for such a long time, he's a character that has the qualities of a master. Wow. I mean, we've already seen him in the first couple of chapters, and I'm already so engrossed by him. Oh, me too. Me too. I can't wait to get into that here in a moment. So then there's Hosu, and Hosu is J-Hope's character. Hosu is a character that was kidnapped by a Boam. In order to survive in their den, he has to do something terrible. If you want to find out what he did and why he has golden eyes, you'll have to read the story that will be coming out soon. So, yes, J-Hope's character, Hosu, in the storyline, you see those golden eyes. And honestly, that is like a feature that I'm like, okay, yep, that's Hosu. Like, I wasn't, I'm still getting familiar with the characters. Mm -hmm. It's going to take time. But Hosu, I see those golden eyes and I'm like, okay, I know that's J-Hope. And... I have no idea why he has these golden eyes, but obviously he had to do something like pretty awful. Yeah. I mean, it seems to like survive, I suppose. Mm -hmm. And therefore he now has these, these like golden eyes. Yeah. Like as a mark of, of whatever he went through. Mm -hmm. I'm really interested in Jin's character, Juan. Um, Mostly because in all of the animation so far that I've seen, he just looks like really hot. Like, I don't know why Jin's <laughs> character has to be like so handsome and perfect. And, you know, you whatever. don't know why. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, obviously. Um, but in in this story, Juan is a is an archer and he used to be an ordinary archer. But when he lost his family to a bone, he becomes a bone hunter. Mm. He's playful and mischievous, which is so Jin. But when he's hunting, he's really cool and an awesome archer, which is also so him. Yeah. Love it. He has this like revenge yeah. component because his family was killed. His entire family was killed by mm. this like tiger. Yeah. And that's why he's out to to kill him. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So then we have Jungkook, who his character is Zeha. And Zeha is really prominent in the prologue and the first couple chapters. He almost seems like main character for the oh, webtoon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So he is half human, half tiger. So he was born between a human and a boam. And he finds out after being attacked by a boam that he is then a human and boam. So it's like all new information for him. There's also a huge bounty on the boam. So everyone is trying to capture them. He uses his tiger powers to hunt them. But at the same time, no one can find out that he is one himself. Damn. I mean, conflict and so much internal conflict. Yeah. Yeah. And having to like keep a secret is such like an identity like mm-hmm. self-identity secret. Yeah, while well, all of these people have like like Juan's family has been killed by Boehm and but you know, but he's teamed up with them and has to pretend like he's not. I just can't wait to see how that like, unfolds. How that unfolds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So lastly is Juan, which is Young's character. And Juan's also a hunter. And there's someone who falls in love with a bone. So he's unbiased and is caring and compassionate. So he's able to love beyond his own species. But the love between a hunter and the hunted can't be easy. So also, what's going to go on there? Okay. Juan, the fact that he's like is the type of person to fall in love with mm-hmm. the tiger. I'm just sorry that Jungkook is like half human. Half I know. Tiger. I was like, literally I'm my like, take of mind. I'm like, don't go there. Please don't go there. But of course I did. But what if they what if they go there? What if they went there? I mean, it would be over for everybody. They no. won't go there. They I, won't, but you know. No, I can... can't even have the false hope that that would happen. Please no. But I thought the same thing literally. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, all of their characters are super intriguing. I love the concept of this story so far. So we're going to just kind of get in to everything that's been released with Seven Fates Chaco so far. And then as the podcast goes and as the story unfolds, we're just going to cover it as it comes. Yeah, we might have a couple updates here. Yeah, we already kind of talked about the official story film and their like first reveal that they did and the behind the scenes of the official story film that they did. We talked about that um, in a previous episode if you want to check that out. But we just really talked about how like the story film was very cinematic. Yeah. Like it really felt like a movie trailer and it was really well done and the production of it was like I mean, the level of, like, what movies produce their trailers at. So it was just impressive. Lots of action. Just really great quality. Um, But since then, they have released more interviews about the individual members. So all the members share their, like facts about each of their characters and the stories of their characters and we're not going to get into it too much but pretty much everything we shared up till now with like going over each character in seven fates chaco is what the bts members shared about their own individual characters yeah so really Um, just interesting yeah just to know the details of the characters yeah, yeah for sure um, so, so far we have a couple, we have a prologue, chapter one and chapter two, and this story is on Webtoon and Wattpad. And at first I thought that it was, you know, you could read one or the other, but I think that they're meant to be read together. Um, the Webtoon is very much art based. There's some dialogue and some like internal thoughts given, but it's, you know, very much more so like background info and you interpret more through the art and through what you see visually happening. The Wattpad is, since Wattpad is just a writing platform, it's only written on Wattpad. At the end of their chapters, they do include like a high quality photo of a BTS member, which was great. Um, but the Wattpad gives a lot more dialogue and details into the character's thought process and like what they're going through. Um, I would suggest, we would both suggest if you only have time for one, like read the webtoon for the art style. I say the webtoon. Honestly, the art style is so good. And you, I honestly felt like I was getting the majority of the storyline from the webtoon when I went back and I read the chapter on Wattpad. I didn't feel like I got that much more info. Mm -mm. So if you only have time for one. Just stick to the webtoon. I think the Wattpad is excellent for supplementary information, though. Absolutely. If you need more detail, if you need more background story, go to the Wattpad um, storyline, the novel. Yeah. Um, but yes, I would strictly say that the the storyline that's happening on webtoon is enough to understand what's going on, and it's just nice to have that like imagery along with it with all of the the cartoon that's going on. So for the prologue, what ended up happening. I was really impressed by the amount of action. Like, it was action-packed for the introduction. And they show all of the Chaco team fighting Boam. So we get to see them in action right from the start, all of them already together fighting off these tigers. So it just briefly introduces each character and their unique skills and abilities that they bring to the team. You see Jen being the archer out there. You know, you see just, like, all of the characters bringing their abilities And then we also see that January 16th is a very significant date and that January 16th on the lunar calendar marks the day of visitors, which the visitors are the tigers, the poems. And this also happens to be the original release of the webtoon. So it's almost like the webtoon is happening in real time, which is just 
Yeah. So thoughtful. Like they really thought it through. Yeah. They were like, okay, we're going to make January 16th, the day that we release the webtoon, also the day that like the Boehms can enter the human world. I know. I'm I, I'm hopeful that like they'll do that again throughout the webtoon. Like on another release date, it'll be like that day in the webtoon or something. And so it'll really feel like it's happening in real time with us, which will hopefully gear us up to like come back and you know like the next album and original that, soundtrack that all of this is going into yes yes yes, yes. i can't wait so for the first chapter after the prologue i'm pretty sure it was like prologue and chapter one were released on the first on mm-hmm. that same day so chapter one we see ziha which is jungkook's character and that's like really the main perspective we have right now in the story so ziha comes across a strange man who tells him that if he wants to learn more about the secrets of his parents he should visit boam rock at inwang mountain and so from there we see the scene cut to Ziha waking up in a hospital and he has these claw wounds across his chest and a detective comes in asking him if he remembers the events at Inwang Mountain and that 24 people had just died there. Crazy. So Ziha doesn't remember any of this, has no recollection of it. So Ziha then goes back to Boam Rock and meets Haru, which is Jimin's ethereal character character. we just love him (laughs) like just like watching all the trailers for seven fates chaco i'm like why am i in love with jimin and then seeing the character like the animation like the the cartoon the webtoon i'm like oh my god i'm obsessed i'm so in love with him he's beautiful (laughs) (laughs) but haru then tells zeha that he was the one who ended up breaking the seal between the boem and human worlds wow and zeha's just shocked by this you of know? course he like how did he anything. do that yeah. yeah it was never his intention right clearly but right. we don't know more detail than that so then in chapter two um because zeha is talking to haru he has like this flashback back to january 16th to remember what happened that night so the strange man that night reveals himself to Zeha as being a family friend of his parents. And he tells him that his mom was a protector of the realms, like similar, I feel like similar to Haru's current role. Um, and that his dad was a bone. So his dad was a tiger. And this reminds Zeha of a song that he used to sing with his parents back at the rock. And then this strange man kind of tricks Zeha into singing that song. Like, He's kind of staring at him intently in his eyes. And it almost seems like he's kind of in a trance singing this song. He's just kind of like mm-hmm. brought back to childhood when he would sing it with his parents. And so when he's singing this song, unbeknownst to Jungkook's character, Zeha, this opens the gate between the bone world yeah. and the human world. And this guy, the strange man, is, of course, like a bone undercover, like in human form. And all of these bone come through the portal and they're ready to attack. And this guy's, you know, telling them now's our time. You know, we can they basically want to kill any and all humans that they come across. Mm-hmm. And um, that strange man who was like basically leading all of them, he tried to and thought that he killed Zeha but he like slashed him across the chest obviously we know that he didn't successfully kill him and he was you know he woke up in the hospital mm-hmm. so in that after Jungkook or Jungkook after Zeha you know remembers all of this he kind of snaps back to present time and he's just like he starts crying and he you know and Haru comforts him Haru comforts oh, him oh it's the best yeah it's the best yeah Haru comforts him and then ends up asking him like do you want to join forces mm-hmm. like do you want to be to get work together to kill these tigers to hunt them and bring peace yeah yeah uh, so it's like here's like beginnings you know i feel like we're getting into the very beginnings of the storyline we just really have haru and zeha so far and i'm so interested to see i can't wait till the other characters get more involved Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. but oh my gosh haru i am in love yeah (laughs) like absolutely in love ethereal like how could you not just like in terms of like the art style and just like how gorgeous he's portrayed um Ziha is also really gorgeous too. Oh, like yeah. I really I really love it all. So that fiery far. orange hair and yeah. 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 
Yeah. Oh, I know, by the way, if some of you guys have been saying this this entire time, we know that we could purchase these chapters ahead of time. We're just kind of not. Like, we're just kind mm-hmm. of letting them release as they come. So yeah. you can totally read ahead if you want to. And I still may. Like, I almost gave in and, like, bought you chapter. You did. I, I, after reading chapter two, I was almost like, I kind of want to buy chapter three now. Yeah. But literally, I had said to you, like, part of the fun is waiting. So yeah. we currently are not reading ahead yet. But, you know. <laughs> we can't speak for the future (laughs) as of right now we're sticking to the original releases but we'll let you know if that changes yeah Yeah. but because of this like gate song this like opening this song that he sings for the gates to open them we're very curious about what's to come with stay alive which is the original soundtrack that's going to be released on february 10th Mm -hmm which we know Yoongi produced and Jungkook is the main vocalist oh, for. Oh, my God. And Jungkook being the main vocalist, we're like, Zeha, like, he's singing this song. Yes. Like, is this the song? Who knows? Who knows? Ugh. Oh, and, oh, okay, hold up. I messed up. The original soundtrack is going to be released on, like, Spotify and, like, all, like, music platforms on the 10th, but it's actually February 4th that the song will be available, I think, because of the Webtoon release. Mm-hmm. Yeah, revealed from the webtoon. But, yeah. Yes. February 4th. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Either way, we're getting new music. We're getting new music. In some form. And BTS's original soundtracks are always so fucking phenomenal. Some of my favorite. I can't wait. Film out. Film out. That's an original soundtrack. That Um, is. All of the BTS world songs that are fucking incredible. Brand New Day. Heartbeat. All Night. Oh my god. (laughs) All of those songs are so good. And so I'm so excited for another original soundtrack. Um, Especially producer Yoongi and vocalist Jungkook. I know. I really do feel like though because um Zeha's mom used to hold that that protector of realms and because he sang a song in the chapter I really hope that they work that into this original soundtrack in some way me too anyways we hope you enjoyed this episode iconics yeah I hope you did too yeah really had a lot of fun talking about all of this merch and uh catching us all up on seven fates Chaco. We really want to extend a special thanks to our supporters on Patreon, especially our VIP Iconics, Eileen, Michelle, Deja, Meg, Rachel, Robin, Crystal, Emily, Madison, and Holly. We love you guys so much. Yes, thank you so much. Hope you guys have gotten your Iconic packages in the mail or that you will soon. Mm -hmm. We sent them out. We can't wait to see what you think. Thank you for all of your support. Mm -hmm. And thank you for everyone who's listening. Yeah. Thanks, Iconics. We love you. Yes. Yeah. Uh, If you enjoyed this episode, you can let us know by reaching out to us on, you know, any social DM, uh, Instagram, Twitter, whatever. Standing BTS podcast is how you can find us. Um, You can also write a review on iTunes or Spotify or really wherever you listen. It means so, so much to us. Um, Of course, you can find links for all of those things in the description. Thanks for listening and thanks for standing BTS.